0: Hello and welcome to Ask Mama Amy, a podcast promoting practical advice and resources for strong mothers. I'm your host, Amy Shao, single mom and estate planning attorney and founder of Shao Law. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Um, Today, we have uh, Veronica Carillo with us. She's the owner of All About Wine Tasting. Uh, Hi, Veronica. Welcome. Hi, how are you, Amy? Good, very happy good. to be here with you. Yeah, thank you so much for being with us. Um, so Veronica, um, tell us, what is it that you do? What is all about wine tasting? Well, actually,
1: I was inspired to create that business because um, during about, let's say, about 25 years, I was like very um, dedicated to be a mom, to be a wife, and uh, to do all the things I'm supposed to do, but I really didn't uh, make myself the time to go out with my girlfriends, and I think that um, going out with your girlfriends, enjoying a glass of wine, and being able to talk about the things that, as women, we are um, worried about, Mm -hmm. I think um, that's one of the best um, activities that we can do on a, like, a constantly, maybe once a week or once every two weeks that help us like um, to decompress, to
0: recharge and to keep on going. I, I love that concept. And in fact, uh, for those of you um, who are just listening in, I just went on a trip. Veronica just took me and some of my girlfriends to a trip and it was amazing. Um, I had no idea. And it was so awesome because you are actually, so you speak Spanish as mm-hmm. well. And Mexico that's is where right. you grew up, right? And so that's right. you're able to kind of maneuver um, the culture and the language on both sides of mm-hmm. the border. And um, and would you say that that's really helpful for it when you take people over?
1: Yes, actually, um, I think that's one of the most rich experiences that, that I've had in my life, to be able to live on both sides of the border, because it's very different when you live on one side and have a perspective of the other. But when you um, actually live in that community, in that culture, in that country, you really get the the way people see things, their, their perspectives on life. And so you can cater to to them. And as in when I'm taking them down to bit, I can communicate with them as well, because I know the the way they do business and how they communicate in in that culture so I think that um, has been very helpful and I just love that too because I bring I bring you together
0: yes yes and I I love that you know because sometimes we of course we want to we're curious I I speak for myself like I'm curious but sometimes the language can be a little bit of a barrier right so going there with you kind of helps me Feel safer because you can be there and kind of guide us and kind of show us around. And that's just uh, really, really awesome. And tell us about um, what got you into this whole um, wine business and tourism. Have you always been in tourism? Yes, actually, I studied a tourism
1: mayor in the University of Baja, California. Uh, I've worked in, in this area since I was 18. And um, it's it's funny because um, once you you finish the university, you kind of want to climb up on the different uh, positions that you can work in in this industry. But the, the one that I love the most is to be a host. I actually started this career being a tour guide, and that's one of the things I enjoy the most. So that's why I like to to plan these getaways. I like to be the host of the getaways and kind of share with you um, what I have learned throughout the years. And being in the tourism industry, um, this um, actually, it was like a surprise to me to discover that we had a wine country in Baja California. So I started to study a little bit more about it. I went to an appreciation um, of wine class and that's where it got me uh, excited because this, it's a topic that you never end learning about. There's always something new. There's so many variables in making wine. And I love that it um, reconnects us with Mother Earth. It connects us with people, with places, and all while you're enjoying a, a glass of wine. So I really like the whole culture that
0: surrounds it. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. And I see the passion is coming out of you. It's so strong. And Have you always liked wine? Even as a like prior to starting all this,
1: I think I started like everyone with um,
0: social drinking.
1: Yeah, socially, um, <laughs> like the wine sinfandel. That was uh-huh. my one of my very first wines that I tasted. Um, but um, since I started to to be more involved in, in the culture, um, I've been um, focusing more on okay, where does it come from? How to does the weather? Um, or the soil or, or the country where it's made is going to influence that, the, the flavor of that wine, um, what the people around it are doing. Um, and so uh, the stories around it, um, so it makes it, um, something more enjoyable, actually. It's, it's, the wine is to be sipped like little by little. And, um, and I just love, how you have to wait the 365 days of the year to enjoy like a new bottle of wine um it's it's all takes its time there's so many uh, like details that go into it that the people is crucial but also mother nature is crucial in giving you the fruit to work with so I'll, I'll, i get really passionate about and sorry if i'm
0: taking too much totally <laughs> tell and and all that passion was what makes the trip even more fun right like mm-hmm. as we're listening to you explain and hear your you know just see your passion like it makes us excited mm-hmm. about the wine and the whole tasting experience and also getting to know the people there
1: um, mm-hmm. really
0: brings a whole other layer of experience to this whole thing. And so I want to go back to what you just said at the beginning. You were saying at the beginning that you are a mom and a wife and you were so focused on doing the dutiful <laughs> job that um you didn't really spend a lot of time for yourself but, so mm-hmm. would you be willing to share um your mom life um how old are your kids mm-hmm. and um are they boys girls tell us about your kids yeah of course i'm a mom to two well young men now
1: they're 22 and 20 mm-hmm. and um yes i mean growing up they're just like two years apart so there's a lot of energy involved there. <laughs> Boy, I and um, I love to be a mom, but also I always love to work. Mm. And that was one thing that um, growing my kids, growing up in Mexico and me living in Mexico was kind of hard because um, you're expected to stay at home and take care of your kids. And so I did have to deal with some guilt there as they were growing up. But I but working was a very important important part of me. So that make me happy or kind of make me hold as a, as a woman. And so of course, when I, in the morning before they went to school or, um, in the afternoon when I picked them up and took them to their soccer practices and, and just like to be there for whatever they needed as me, um, as a mom, um, I, I really put in a lot of effort so they wouldn't uh, feel that I wasn't there (laughs) because I was working. Um, I always wanted them to feel loved and to feel that I was uh, there if they needed anything, even as they they were growing up. And because you know how like in middle school and then in high school, they don't need you to be there as much, Mm -hmm. but they still need you. So um, and then they're boys. So that's that's probably another challenge uh, we see things differently me as a woman them as as boys but um i think that um creating that space of communication with them mm-hmm. um i love that now to this day um my oldest doesn't live with me anymore he's on his own but he still makes the time to call me and we have great conversations and when he comes out to visit we still go out and have lunch or or breakfast and um, we have these these conversations, and so I still like that they kind of uh, we can go out and have a good time. Yes. I, yes. I know that sometimes yes. at that age they're like, "I'm not gonna go out with my mother," but I like that they do. They do. So also, <laughs> awesome. you've done a good job. <laughs> at least they talk mean, to you. <laughs> Eventually, it did work, right? And then I have the youngest assistant still in in college, and he lives with me. But I mean uh the same thing, I mean, he has his own activities, I have mine, uh, but he knows that I'm there supporting that he's still studying in the university and kind of just guiding him to, to be that independent person that one day I would like him to be, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a work in progress, but yeah. We are all
0: right. <laughs> yes. And and I just love how you as a mom, it, it sounds to me like you were a working, you're you are still a working mom, and you're balancing between being present for the children as well as work, um, because all of these different aspects are part of your identity, right? And it, it, it. and your sons, uh, you did a great great job in maintaining uh the connection with them and staying engaging mm-hmm. with them. What would you say was um, some of the challenges as a mom raising these kids and working and how did you overcome those challenges and um, that gave you the strength that you have now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, um, it's been like we moved to,
1: to San Diego in 2007. They were five and seven at that time. And um, the first challenge was the language. I I knew English and, um, and it was kind of hard. Yeah. I, I would have to like after school explain to them their homework or whatever they were taught at school. And uh, I mean, I mean, being so different from here, from Mexico to here. That was one thing. And then just like to get again, like involved in the community because I came here and I really didn't know anybody. So start to knowing that the school, how it works, the teachers, the moms, um, that was one thing. But I mean, little by little, I think that that curiosity that always uh, I've had to learn about other people, other places and other cultures helped me to kind of start all over again and, mm-hmm. and start to make um, and to build a community around people that I can mm-hmm. um, uh, get a hold of if anything I needed with the children and be able to communicate with the teachers and so on. So I think that was the biggest one, and then the second was to um, kind of keep in their in their minds that they have these two um, nationalities. Mexican and American, and you don't want them to lose neither one, even if they're growing in one, and uh, we wanted them to to not lose their language, their first language, which was Spanish, Mm -hmm. and so that was the second challenge, because as as they start to grow up and have friends here in the United States, they sometimes don't want to Um, listen to things in Spanish anymore they don't want to see the movies in Spanish anymore so but you have to kind of like keep that going because when you go to with to family reunions they still talk to them in Spanish and they want them to to answer in Spanish as well and uh, you don't want them to forget that Mm -hmm. and um, and then when they become teenagers I think that was the first as a mom you feel like that disconnect and that's kind of hard um, as a mom, but I always thought of as them as like, uh, as my children, as much as I love them. Uh, they, they are like, um, given to me to like protect and to, to take care of, but one day they're going to leave and make, and make uh, their own life. So I think that helped me to go through that. And then just, like I said, to be there, but like in a backstage, because when, when they're like in their, um, middle school and in high school their friends are like the first priority for them but you have to be there as a parent like in the backstage just Mm -hmm. in case anything happens because they're going through all these changes um through these identity crises as well and Mm um and it's just like to be there I mean I'm here I'm here if you need me and if you need to talk and and always like trying to have these conversations. There's one that, one of them is really good. We have these like really deep conversations. He gives me his point of view. I give him mine. And I think that's um, helped on both sides. I've learned from him. He's learned from me. And um, and then at the end, we make our own um, idea or our own belief of the situation. Right. <laughs> but we respect each other. And I think that's mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and it's, it's a long journey. <laughs> and not being too overbearing but still staying in contact in the background to be there for them and letting them know that letting them open themselves up to you when they choose to exactly sometimes you just have to like be there
1: okay sometimes you want to you know get in there and, and kind of fix things but you can't or you shouldn't it's one of those things that you have to like yeah listen to your gut in the moment
0: Yeah, that's um, and and that is on top of everything that you do, including your work and and your business and everything. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's one of the I would say is one of the most um, it's one of the things that I feel honored to be a mom Mm -hmm. and so grateful and I I would say the love that I feel for my for my sons is it's one of those um. Things that uh, nobody can explain, I think, is one of those loves that, um, oh, my God, is one of the greatest ones that you'll ever experience in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is the thing that gave you the strength to to go through all the challenges of everything, like uh-huh. really just of life in general? I think
1: since I was younger, I always felt a curiosity for challenging the status quo. You <laughs> remember my You're a real place. why you just can't say yes? And why do you have to ask all these questions? And um, so that always made me like ask questions, like to ask myself, is there another way of doing things? Is there something else I could to be doing? Is there a different way? Um, is it okay? Is it good? Is it right, wrong? You know, all those things. And, um, Perseverance of thinking that what you're doing is going to take you to a goal, and that goal is a good goal for for you and your family and your sons. In this case, uh, pushing through your fears, um, even if you don't see it. I have a lot of fears, and I push through them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes the situation gives you the opportunity to push them through through them slowly, and sometimes you had just have to go, boom, you <laughs> have to go, like, push them right away, and, mm-hmm. and then you you uh, realize that um, things were not that difficult, like you thought, or not that bad, or, or actually it was a great outcome, and, and you're so glad that you had that moment of courage and you did it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think all these things at the end gives you a resilience mm-hmm. to I mean, one of the, the latest lessons that have been hardest is to let go of things that do not um, help me to, to grow as a person, as an, a professional and, uh, and to let go and to be able to open myself to new things and um, mm-hmm. to keep on going. And uh, yeah, and, and yeah, and that builds resilience. I mean, at the end of the game, but, but it's, it's, it's a, thing that we have to be working constantly at um, and we have our lows and and our ups and um and it's just a matter of keep on going i think you just have that 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 motivation or that thing inside of you that says keep on going eventually you're going to get there
0: where you're meant to be at and and the resilience the strength right and now you're landing at the wine business yeah and and i
1: enjoy it and i just love it so much so yeah Yeah.
0: and (laughs) tell us more about like this um what are your services what what can you offer to people in our local community um how can they uh, contact you and things like that
1: well actually here in san diego i can um bring a Baja wine tasting to your home, to your backyard, or if you have like an office or where a business, I can be part of a client appreciation event where I bring the wines and we do some tasting um, activities. Um, I talk a little bit about uh, where they come from and and we can do, some games and so on. So that would be one way of doing a Baja wine tasting for a friend's gathering or a birthday or anniversary. Uh, The other is organizing the wine trips. I love to take you down to to Baja, California. Uh, It's so close to us, just an hour and a half from San Diego and is a premier wine country of Mexico right now. It's where 85% of the wines are produced. So I can organize everything from transportation, accommodations, uh, the tasties activities, um, so anything that, that you would like, we can do a whole weekend if you like. We can do a whole week if, if you're interested and have the time for it. A family uh, so trip with Veronica. Yes, there's so many places to visit uh, nowadays. Um, so I can put all that together for you. And uh, right now, my major presence is on Instagram. So you can find me at All About Wine Tasty. And uh, as well by by phone or by text at 619-289-4458. I'll be more than happy to be your host down to
0: uh, Baja California, uh, to the wine country in Valle de Guadalupe. That is fantastic. And we'll make sure to include your links in the show notes below so everybody Mm -hmm. can uh, click on it and contact Veronica. And so Veronica, before we end the episode today, um, do you have any final a parting wise words to share with our local community. <laughs>
1: um, I would say <laughs> that one of the the most important things is um, we are in a learning journey in life. Always be open to it. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy every detail of your life. Everything that surrounds you, like nature. I just love to be in contact with nature. I work here close to the ocean, and that's one of the things that just fills me with life and, um, and never give up, never give up, Uh, always work, uh, constantly towards a goal that you have in life and
0: eventually you will get there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Veronica. Thank you for being with us today. See you next time. Thank you, Amy. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Ask Mama Amy. Head over to AskMamaAmy.com for all the show notes and links you heard in today's episode. You'll also get my free legal tool for you to name legal guardians for your children so that you can leave them with abundant resources to support them and a total peace of mind. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review to tell us why. See you next time, mamas!